We dedicate this match to the man that I respect more than any other. He is my role model. He is my idol. The President of Russia. Welcome to Cheap Popcast, episode 23. I am your host, Rob Van Dave Rudden. Who's joining me this time? Uh, hey, I am Big E Gilbert. Uh, Dr. Isaac Grimm. <laughs> uh, Isaac A. Asimov. All right. Elston. You didn't even okay. pitch. All right. <laughs> there we go. Uh, famed wrestler Isaac Asimov. <laughs> I'm uh, Doink 1 through 3. Okay. <laughs> doink <That works>. 3. <laughs> We uh, could use a little mini doink action in that opening tonight. That would, uh, yeah, well, um, maybe anyway. maybe he'll show up in the second half of the show. <laughs> uh, oh, really? Yes, uh, but we will see, or we'll see. Um, Jesus, I get sorry. it. I get it. Um, You're a pun we, machine. You yeah. need to face off against Tim Turry in a pun off. Mm-hmm. Micro Cole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we just watched Extreme Rules 2014. We did uh, a weird, weird show. Yes. Yeah. Very uh, odd. Up was down, down was up. The midget match was great. The main <laughs> event was not so great. So the ladies' yeah, match was fine. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. I assume we'll do our usual go through the card. And yes, and uh, we should start with the very first match on the card: the Wee LC match between yeah. El Torito and Hornswoggle, which I just I thought it was going to be terrible, and yeah. it turned out to be. They I mean, wrestled. They like they did a lot. Yeah. yeah, that was a long, good match. It was a hardcore ass match. Yeah, too. I they, mean there were some stupid jokey yeah. spots like Hornswoggle holding onto his the, the tail, tail, tail and, and then headbutting that dude in the dick. Yeah. Also, this is and the it, absolute nadir for three man band. By the way, they yeah. have officially jobbed two midgets. <laughs> well, and they and they got hit in a, the dick with a uh, chair too, with a mini chair. Yes, lots ah. of crotch shots. But man, the yeah, the mini announcers. Micro Cole, Jerry Smaller, Smaller, Smaller and JB Elf. That's that's pretty great. Yeah. That's pretty great. I'm gonna give kudos to the writing team for that. that at, was, at their yeah. mini announce table, and you're like, they gotta break the table. They gotta break the mini announce table, and they did it. Yeah, and and a little ref and a little announcer right, too. Yeah. Little little Nate, as they call him. Little little <laughs> If I had a criticism, it's that I didn't like the mini announcers. They didn't seem very, very trained. Like, look, they're 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 little actors who I think they're more focused on on their appearance than yeah. their voice work. They could have got a Mickey from Seinfeld. Mm. Really good train. Uh probably not. They have short lifespans. Could have gotten Peter mm. Dinklage in there. Really yeah. saw it. Oh, good, it's a slobber knocker. Oh, I'm sure Peter Dinklage would love to be in that. Yes. Just, yeah. <laughs> it's very, it, it wouldn't demean him at all to be hey, in he that. Hey, w- he was an elf, so. <laughs> yeah, he had the funniest scene in it of just going like, seriously, you're going to make fun of me? Like, I'm I'm not, I'm not my size. Like, <laughs> I was also fun. saying, too, that, like, watching this match does really remind you of the carny roots of wrestling. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There needs to be more little people stuff. Like, I, I don't know. I think it was, I thought it was funny. It took me back to that. 
WrestleMania three match where yeah. uh, with the little people, the good guy and the bad guys, and they had their little versions of them. Weeki the Dragon Steamboat. <laughs> well, <laughs> the best part was there was a moment where everybody Randy slightly savage. <laughs> uh, King Kong Bundy was like fuck this, and he was going to splash one of the little guys, and then all the little guys on both sides of the teams, like, they united to go like, no, King Kong Bundy, please, you will kill him! Don't do it! <laughs> it was it was funny. Yeah. It was for, funny. for all that they've done with midget wrestling over the last, like, couple months, they still haven't had a giant fat guy jump on a mm-hmm. midget. Yeah. It would kill I mean, it would it's like. like I, I mean, these are trained this midget is wrestlers. Serious they injury. Know. <laughs> they, they're, they're little bodies. No. They can't take it. Uh, but the match was pretty good. Yeah, it was uh, a very I mean, entertaining. They match. actually had tables and ladders and chairs. Like they, yeah. they more, did. there were more in that match than the entire TLC pay per view of last did year. Did they? Do you think they made the, those tables specifically? I for think this they match? did. That looked like custom built tables. Well, yeah. like made out of cardboard or like foam right. or something. But the, yeah, I loved all those little tables, the little chair. Like actually, yeah, the. The prop work they did for that yeah. must have made this kind of an expensive match, yeah. actually. I imagine it's like the opposite of that one uh, Simpsons scene. Like, I need the littlest table you can make. <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> that's too small. Too <laughs> <laughs> that's too small. A little bigger. Uh, but, yeah, then that big setup where, what, Torito goes through and they fall through what looked like three tables and four ladders. Yeah, and- <laughs> this was the one time in the, during the night that, like, the stream – crapping out on us actually worked out well because it was like the, the stream would just die for a minute and then we'll come back and then we would see 3MB and Hornswoggle and El Torito fall through like three tables and two ladders. Yeah. If we had seen that set up, we would have been like, come on, like that's right. way too much. And we would have expected it, but we didn't. Yeah. I just, I didn't know what was behind that. Yeah, and then it came it back to- and all of a sudden, whoa. Yeah. yeah, general note about this one, that this stream went, went way worse than Mania's. Like yeah. it, it, it crapped out on us like six times yeah. or something over the three I, and a half yeah. hours. But I didn't hear like people pitching about it on Twitter and stuff. So no, I think it's just no. a, a local, yeah, local Chris's, issue. Chris's crappy Wi-Fi. Yeah, Chris's crappy Wi-Fi. <laughs> pay pay for some real Wi-Fi, Chris. You'd think Big Pussy would be better, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> With the password. <laughs> yeah. Come use Chris's Wi-Fi. <laughs> so, yeah, let's move on to the card itself. Uh, I do feel post. bad that the tag team belts couldn't even be defended. Like, yeah. No space for them on this show. And also, like, what, what what does the pre-show even mean anymore? If it, The pre-show only airs on the WWE Network now. Oh, yeah, it's mm-hmm. not so, on YouTube? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they were only advertising it on I the I guess WWE it's app. just a bonus to get you to get the network of just saying, like... But you would already have the network, and you can't not have the network. No, but, I mean, if you were at home saying, like, I still want to order pay-per-views, then you're like, I couldn't watch that cool pre-match show because I didn't have the network. Like, uh, that That's what I think it is. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see... They, you know, you see some reports on the numbers where they needed they need a million subscribers to kind of break even, and they're in like the six hundred k range, I think. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see, like, well, you did WrestleMania, and that's the biggest thing you got. So, yeah. well, they still haven't launched in like the Europe. Oh, uh, okay. So the Europe, the Europe, the European nation. But it does make me wonder, yeah. like, the combination of you don't have that million yet, and Directv and Dish Network are fighting you. And the the fate of your network TV or your cable networks is up in the air. Mm-hmm. It's just really weird how all this will come together. Mm-hmm. It is very strange. the The WWE's like stock has been dropping consistently. It was at like almost an all time high a few months ago. Yeah. And then after the network numbers came out, the day after WrestleMania, and also like because and they Taker haven't lost Taker's loss. Yeah. <laughs> and 
and they haven't announced a new t- cable partner yet, like it keeps going down, and they they've just been very vague with a lot of answers to like. But anyway, all right. Uh, so moving on to the next match was Cesaro versus uh, Jack Swagger versus Rob Van Dam. That was a fun match. Yeah, that was good. Uh, First like, off, I love that Heyman came out and on Extreme Rules to be like, "Yep, Extreme, that was me." This is all a tribute to me, Paul Heyman. Yeah. And then my client, Brock. Yeah. I just see. I, I love that's his catchphrase now. Yeah. He tweets that like at least once a day. That dwarf match with chairs and tables, that was all me. <laughs> I feel like ECW would have had that match at some point. <laughs> I don't know. Well, maybe not. No, they probably wouldn't have had little people. Mm-mm. Oh, but yeah, Cesaro match was, it was nice. Yeah. I, I was surprised Swagger got eliminated first and not RVD. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think it was a foregone conclusion. We all knew Cesaro was going to win this. I mean, his duh. stars on the rise. Stars mm-hmm. on the rise. RVD, I think, is the most expensive jobber in the industry right now because mm-hmm. he yeah. needs nothing. He's not going anywhere. So. He really put a lot into that, though. He like, does. Yeah. He, yeah. No, he tries, but yeah. it's like it doesn't mean he's ever going to win. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like Jericho. He's got the Jericho deal. Like, mm-hmm. there's uh, two levels for the comeback deal. Like, there's the Brock and I guess Dave Batista sort of level deal of just like. Work a little bit, and then you can go away, and you'll make a ton of money. And then the Rob Van Dams and Jer- Jericho's get the deal of, like, come for two months, lose pretty much all the time, yeah. and just establish our new guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they go back to their hobbies, which are for Jericho Band and for RVD. Recreational drug use and <laughs> airbrushing his own tights, I would assume. <laughs> he used to own a comic book store. Really? Yep. Yeah, him and his wife, uh, now ex-wife. Uh, wife's gone, and so is a comic book store. But what would, well, that's a great story. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just I, came in and highly, de- highly story. depressing story. I just knew it was a comic book uh, nerd. Well, I mean, they're divorced. I believe she's not dead. Right. But uh, Rob Van Dam only has one true love. We all know what that yeah. is. <laughs> the net himself, R B D. I just mimed out the. Thumb. I was gonna say T H C. You went up that one. <laughs> Actually, yeah. The next time, I really regret. I got to interview Jerry Lawler last year, and I regret. I should have asked him, hey, who's the biggest comic book nerd in the locker room? Is it you, CM Punk, or Rob Van Dam? And, and I, I'd be curious to his answer. Did you know that Jerry Lawler owns an original Batmobile? No shit. Like mm-hmm. the Adam West Batmobile. That's he pretty owns sweet. one of them. Wow. And he's a comic book artist. Like he, He's not a good artist, but he, he, like he, there's all these drawings mm-hmm. that he's done and stuff. It's, huh. it's there's also other facts about Jerry Lawler that aren't as fun, but I'm not going <laughs> to Like, he's totally those. sober, and he will only date people who are sober. Yeah. You know, you get to a certain point in your life, maybe that's what you need. Uh, I don't know about that. Yeah, Cesaro <laughs> hey, won. I'm just... Yeah. And he had some yeah. cool it, did, it did highlight again that thing of, like, Heyman comes out, gets a lot of heat, gets negativity going, and plays mm-hmm. this big heel role, but then... Past to Cesaro, who was totally over with everybody. Everybody loves him. And it's still not clear. Is he supposed to be good or bad? Like, they're not clear. Yeah. And it's not, it's not, he's not even, like, the ambiguous anti-hero. He's yeah. just a guy who wrestles that people like his performance. But, but he not, has no yeah. character. Yeah. Is anyway. what, which is Big E's problem as well, mm-hmm. which, not to get ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, RVD busted himself open on that uh, oh, trash yeah. can doing oh, five star frog splash, and I yeah. think that was the only blood of the night. Yes, yeah, yes. they cut away from him pretty quick after it was clear that he was split open. But yeah. well, it, it, yeah, him jumping on that trash can 
didn't look bad in the live shot, but then the replay was very obvious. Like, yeah, face the, like, first. Yeah. Into and it, everyone yeah. knows those uh, garbage cans are made out of cardboard. So, right. Yeah, I was comparing them to those, uh, you know, cheap turkey things that you put the turkey in, the tinfoil things <laughs> at the market. Uh, that was a good match. Yeah. And, uh, like, Cesaro pulling up Rob Van Dam three yeah. times for three suplexes. That was, in a row. Oh, yeah. it was pretty crazy. Because it was like, wrench. there was no, like, upward propulsion from Rob Van Dam himself. He didn't, you know, he didn't, like, stand up. He yeah. was literally he picked no up three times in a row. Yeah. Yeah. So that was pretty well. I did, like, Swagger's pin as well with Cesaro picking him up off the turnbuckle, like from standing. Oh yeah, and the, then and then from off screen, RVD flies in with the splash uh, and then pins. The, that that pretty mega good. superplex. Yeah, that, that yeah, that, I, I love that move. This is mm-hmm. I saw him do it the first time, and that's the Sami Zayn. The first time I saw him do it was in that mm-hmm. Sami Zayn match last year. That was a really nice uh, frog splash. You the first one. It's pretty good. Yeah, you saw in the yeah. replay. Oh, distance. He's not, yeah. Rob Van Dam looks a little doughy, and sometimes you look at his face, you're like, "Ooh, boy." But it seems like that his haircut is literally just like like hair that's been there for like 15 years, and it's like once that goes, like it's nothing. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. nothing underneath. I mean, those could just be plugs that just stick around. You could probably smoke Rob Van Dam's hair though, to be honest. (laughs) But he'd smoke us all under the table. So moving on to the next match with. Boy, if Paul Heyman did a good job, like, getting people uh, antagonized, <laughs> Lana citing Vladimir Putin as her that new was personal weird. savior. That was, was pretty great. great. Yeah, that was, just, hey, everybody, like, Russia, and then Putin specifically, yeah. fuck you. It was pretty good. Yeah, And then changing where Rusev is built out of. Like, he's supposed mm-hmm. to be Bulgaria, but now he's Russia just because That's what's going to be news. Yes. Uh-huh. But yeah. even then, it's like, I don't think... Anybody in the crowd was really cared or aware of the numerous civil rights violations in Russia, yeah. the taking of the Ukraine. It was probably more like, fuck you, you commie sons of bitches from the Cold War. I'm sure that's still the prevailing <laughs> yeah, attitude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe like the um, the Olympics. They're thinking like, they, they hosted the Olympics and they were bad. Yeah. I heard they were right. No, I think they need people to not read the news to be wrestling fans. Uh, yes, like, yeah. <laughs> There were Olympians at uh, this event. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move on. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. So, uh, but yeah, Lana. I like Lana. She's me nice. too, bro. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. She's hot, <laughs> but she she is she is sexy, but not in a uh, not in the stripperific way. Well, actually, she is a <laughs> debatable a specific, but okay. okay, a specific type of stripper. But she wears she wears classy business suits with no top under this. She is Bridget Nielsen something. in Rocky Four. Yeah, like what, didn't much. she wear business suits? I think she did. I she, she did. Her outfit reminds me more of Deborah, if you remember De- yeah. though, with less boobage, a mm-hmm. little less mm-hmm. boobage. But I'm uh, willing to take that trade. <laughs> So yeah, oh, but yeah, the Rusev match was like he, nothing. Yeah, he fought our truth and Xavier Woods. He the ghost of Xavier Woods and our truth. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was like a total squash match. Everyone knew he was going to win. A uh, pay per view squash. Why? Match, yeah. Like I, that that would have been mediocre on like SmackDown, and it was just like yeah. here it is in this for some reason. And he's just, and he had just been killing those two for weeks now, yeah. and, then, and then the two of them together, they they couldn't do shit to him. I mean, like, Xavier Woods got killed in one move, yeah. and our truth had a nice little run for a second, and then it was like, and you're dead. I yeah. did feel yeah. We had a we had a guest here, and we when he was he was saying like yeah, no, no black guy can get anywhere in wwe and i was like trying to think of a counter example of current wwe (laughs) in the current roster like kofi kofi's a jobber titus o'neill's a jobber Mm -hmm. Big E is the closest thing to not a jobber but he lost his title Mm -hmm. tonight to a guy that's been getting obvious we'll get to that yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
But yeah, it's like, and then here were two two black guys. Two black guys couldn't yeah. beat one white guy, one Russian. Yeah, and those two black guys a few months ago had a feud with another black guy because they stole the black guys, other black guys' funky music. Like oh, literally, right. just the that was the entire basis he, for the feud. Is Brodus Clay? Is, yeah, he is. I think so. Okay, I don't know. Maybe he's not. black, Henry. It's hard to tell. <laughs> he's very, he's very pale. Mm. He used to be uh, Snoop Dogg's bodyguard. Oh, really? Explains the funk stuff, I guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, Meanwhile, what's going on with Albert? Like, is he just... He's, uh, like, just an announcer now. Ugh. Yeah. What a waste of money. (laughs) You know that he was, like, such a big-ass deal in Japan. Like, he had had finally gotten some honor in Japan and become, like, a big deal there. And then WWE offers him more money, and he comes Mm. back, and they make him, like, a mega joke. Yeah. I think that's the uh, official uh, cheap podcast review for this match. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. So moving on, Bad News Barrett versus Big E for the Intercontinental Championship. I'm afraid I've got some bad news for y'all. It's just unfortunate because I do like Bad News Barrett, but I I also wasn't around. I wasn't watching when I guess he was wrestling before. Was Mm -hmm. he ever wrestling before? Yeah, he uh, he'd had he's had that belt before. He won last time he won it was in that same arena, and I was there. It was the night after WrestleMania last year. Uh, he beat the Miz, who had just lost a two the and night they, before. He, yeah. yeah, and then he proceeded to like be the biggest joke because he would like he would lose more than half of his matches, but they would uh, not be title matches. And then when he had a title match, he would either barely win or he would walk out. I gotta say, uh, compared to a year ago, the icy belt is slightly better yeah. off now. Like the fact that they had a tournament for it. Well, is... yeah, they had a tournament for the. Uh, Number one contender, and also that, yeah, that that made it more important. And that before then, it was just Barrett and Miz, and then Curtis Axel just trading it off. Yeah. And then Big E has held it for like I think six months or something, and hasn't lost too many non-title matches. Like though yeah. he he did have to be the pin in that one match with where he teamed up with Cena and Sheamus mm-hmm. against was it the Wyatts? I think it was. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It was an okay match, and. And Barrett won clean-ish. Like, he just did a modified bull hammer that was, like, cheap to pull off. But yeah. Yeah, but who, who was it? Were, were you indignant about that? Somebody really hated the fact that he used an elbow to win. It's me. I think yeah. his finisher sucks. I don't love that guy. And it, his push is so obvious and boring yeah. right now. Because it's like, he interrupted the Hall of Fame speech, right? From yeah. the other week with his, like, bit. And it's like, it's just so... I haven't even seen him wrestle yet. The first thing I saw him do was Sheamus at Raw, like, last week. Mm-hmm. And since then, all I've had to do is put up with his crappy... Not crappy. His okay promos. And then it's just like... And then, here's my role. I'm yeah. going to win. I'm going to win all these matches. Yeah, it's weird that he's positioned as the heel in the match. But it's like, no, you've been giving him a character and a position and a, and a, and a bit. Whereas Big E is just... His bit is... He's just a big dude who and, doesn't talk. And that's the biggest problem I think we yeah. both agree on is that everybody that knows and follows Big E knows that he is a funny, hilarious, yeah. charismatic mm-hmm. dude who can cut promos. And he never, ever, ever cuts fucking promos. Yeah. Ever. He's just billed as some big fucking monster that comes out and squashes people. Or used to. Now it's he has matches, but... It's like, why are you doing that with him? Like, yeah. he doesn't even have a chance when he has no character and he has to go up against a guy that's been getting fucking character pushes for weeks yeah, and weeks. And has a rad cape. <laughs> True. Yeah. I love that cape. But I, uh, yeah, I worry that this will just shove Big E down to like Jobberville mm-hmm. or something or just, or he'll he be a main event. Big. Or he'll be a main event jobber or something. Like, no, he seems he, too physically big to job to just anyone. But yeah, yeah, just his body type says like this guy doesn't lose. Like yeah, right. this, this guy shouldn't lose. Unlike say Dolph Ziggler, who 
was invisible on the show. Like he, yeah, he comes he out with celebrities now. That's what he does. Yep. <laughs> but I mean, wasn't last year like he was getting a big push, but then he got a concussion and had to get out? Yeah. Like that wasn't that. Oh, it? Dolph, like, yes. Yeah. yeah. So then while he's out, his ship sailed. That's very yeah. sad. It it almost seems like the like the company punishes you for getting a concussion, which is like, well, no, you guys. You guys need to take concussions seriously, yeah. Yeah. so you shelve them so they can get better. But then you shouldn't also punish them by like, oh, got a concussion up, D push. You're you're no more title yeah. matches for you. I think a Hornswoggle may have gotten a concussion, so well, he's, he's gonna keep losing. I, to look, the one I, opponent you can have. I'm glad Barrett's got the title. I hope this. Re-elevates the IC title again into oh, yeah. some way that matters. Like, yeah, because if you have a charismatic dude who's allowed to be charismatic repeatedly, like he can't disappear into the background. Like he's too upfront. Yeah. Whereas Big E was like, here's a great wrestler who puts on a great performance, but he doesn't. He's not tied into the the performance each night. It's just like he shows up when you want to have a match. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't give him anything to do. I so hope you he, can yeah. have the belt kind of just fade into the nothing. I hope I hope he has a nice little run anyway that Barrett does. We'll see. All right. Well, uh moving on was uh the the match of the night, I think. Oh, it's yeah. pretty universally agreed upon. The Shield yeah. versus Evolution. So good. It yeah. should have been the main event. If we knew For sure. If the main event that we knew was going to be the main <laughs> event, I I would have said it beforehand. Though I guess once you have a flaming table like where do you go from there on yeah. the extreme show? But anyway, yeah, the <laughs> Evolution versus versus Shield was awesome. Yeah, like, it was Agreed. so crazy. Everybody got to do something great. Like for once, they've got to lie down a lot. <laughs> it really did. it didn't start out super great. Like yeah. not until they started to like separate from the ring. Mm-hmm. Like that's when stuff really started to get good. I, I was worried. Ambrose like my my one thing I didn't like in the in the Wyatt's Shield match that happened in February was that Ambrose didn't get to do enough stuff mm-hmm. uh, on that uh, on Elimination Chamber. And this time, Ambrose finally got some spots, too. Yeah. Like, he also sells the best ever. Yes, I love his is. face. Yeah. 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 He's a fucking cartoon character, and it's great. <laughs> yes, when he runs across two tables. Like, you're too busy watching this match in the foreground, and then by the time you realize, wait, is somebody running from yeah. far off in the background, and it's Dean Ambrose running across both announcer tables <laughs> to jump at the person in the foreground. Yeah. It was like, that was really good. My favorite bit was where he was just getting worked by Evolution for minutes and minutes, mm-hmm. and his whole is like, come on, hit me. And he's just like slapping himself yeah. and like yeah. basically taunting him to beat the shit out of him. And he's like taking those swings yeah, where he's just missing everyone entirely. Yeah. Nobody like, else is going to do that. Or when he's great. in a headlock and he's, he's like slapping, slapping his face. Yeah, uh-huh. it makes sense, too. It's like, yeah. if you're going to fall asleep, then... Yeah, pick yourself up. <laughs> exactly. But then it all led up to Seth Rollins' big leap off of the... Yeah. Well, they, well, before that, speaking of concussions, I thought Seth Rollins uh, had injured himself. Yes, yeah. like, that dive out of the ring was ugly. It, yeah, and he was just down and not on the camera, and then it was a total just swerve. It yeah. was to trick you so he could shock you with, yeah. with breaking the pin, and that was great. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're so used to everything being too telegraphed on the show that yeah. this one was such a shocker. It's just clear. Like the whole show was kind of rough. Like every other match had some element of like not rehearsed well or not this practiced feels enough. Off kind of but thing. Yeah. The Shield Evolution. I'm guessing because Triple H is in it, and they probably were like, "No, we're going to take the time because I'm in it." Yeah. <laughs> uh, everything in it was great. Like they, nothing looked particularly botched or, or slowed down or yeah. dropped it mm-hmm. or like. And yeah, like you said, even the thing, the big things weren't telegraphed that much. Yeah. So when they happen, you're like, oh, blah 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like really great camera work during the match. Like the yeah. when Rollins, yeah, dove headfirst into the barricade. They hit him. Because, yeah, people watching at home probably thought, like, oh, my God, 
He's probably they're dead. filming yeah, around yeah. him, yeah. Yeah. And then when uh, yeah, they were fighting by that little entranceway, the camera was low enough so that you couldn't see what he was yeah. doing. Well, yeah. I was also thinking like when I was saw their positioning, I'm like, Well, if he could jump off of it, but but they wouldn't WWE doesn't do that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah, that was great. I love that Rollins is just crazy enough to do that shit. Yeah, like it, yeah this really was like it's weird because everyone like two, three months ago assumed Roman Reigns is gonna be the one to get this big push, but like mm-hmm. he did probably the least He did get the pin. He, he got, got the big finish, He got yeah. the pin, but like performance wise, it was like he did Oh no. He, well, he's like he did his normal three things. Oh my god, yeah. he's going to be the next. But he was very <laughs> charismatic and powerful when he did them. Like, yeah, they but were it's cool, still like the performers were Ambrose and especially Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. They were like, the workhorses. Yeah, yeah. That, and then, and then they, he got carried out. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, but so like definitely match of the night. Yeah. And also that Batista like lost again too. Like yeah. he had to be the one taking the pin in it, which. If you read on the internet, it says that he's, he's taking leave. some time off. Yeah. So. Dude, the hate for Batista in that match was crazy. There almost, was huge almost unwarranted Batista. at this well, point. Well, the, yeah. Iz- the uh, that Izod they were chanting, "You can't wrestle." That <laughs> I the Izod Center is a smart crowd. I think the Northeast crowd, just in general, really hates Batista more mm. than most. Like it was Pittsburgh, I believe it was where the Royal Rumble took place, and I that's think so. Yeah, that's where this purest <laughs> hate came from. I'd say. But it's like I, I do agree. Maybe he's not as good as he once was, or whatever. And this, the whole thing was miscalculated, and they had to turn him heel, and they had to do this and that and whatever. But it's like he was all caught up in the Daniel Bryan thing of like, oh, you come back and you have to win Rumble. Meanwhile, Daniel Bryan wasn't even in. Blah, 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 blah. Mm. That's so over and gone and done, and he's the champ now and has been for a full month, and you got what you wanted, mm. and Batista was never – it was not just because you got him, you didn't get Daniel Bryan. Like it's never the, how the equations work. I don't think it's that deep, though. I think people just don't like Batista. He's not a particularly good wrestler. Yeah, I agree. He's not charismatic. He's like just... I haven't seen a single good match. Yeah. But I, I mean, I, and I wasn't watching ten he years had good, ago. Yeah, he had good matches. Two thousand five, two thousand six. He had good seven matches. years ago. No, I think people cite like his Undertaker WrestleMania match was that was a that was a really good match. I liked his his trio with Triple H. Yeah. Also, he had one that with Sheamus a few weeks ago that was pretty good. But like, yeah. yeah, I I I almost think that during this match he was acting gassed just because he knew that would piss off people. <laughs> I, he's been wrestling. I, he's been wrestling at least once a week for like the past two three months. I think you're right because he is very like the, the I liked the clips I saw of him at the the WrestleMania press conference where he just like he was saying. All you guys make fun of my skinny jeans. I have one pair of skinny jeans. I'm going to wear them all the time just for you guys. (laughs) That he loves it. And also that he's like, when he says, what's going on with the wrestlers now? When I left, we had real men. Now it looks like we have fans in the ring or something. I think that he really means it. Like I think 50% he means that. And I also loved the comeback to that. Was Daniel Bryan on a SmackDown before WrestleMania yeah. going like, oh, well, what's cool? Are belly button tattoos cool? <laughs> like, is that what's cool now? <laughs> Though I'm surprised if like they'll let him start to do like publicity for Guardians of the Galaxy, looking like such a chump in his last few matches. Like, when yeah, they want him to look somewhat good, it's weird. Yeah, yeah I, wonder. I expected him to have the title like on the red carpet, but well, like he's almost like you can't do that. And in, in, like, I mean, the, that like, is why they months. gave The Rock the title so he would go on the red carpet with the belt. Yeah. Like uh-huh. that was that was There's still exactly time. The movie's not out till August, <laughs> and The Rock did it. Like The Rock went on the red carpet wearing that belt. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, I suppose he could take a little time off, Batista, and then come back, and then win the title or something. Squash Dan O'Brien for a night. <laughs> really, yeah, he'll be the he'll. Well, August, 
August is SummerSlam. <laughs> the so disgust for Henry. He'll probably win at SummerSlam. <laughs> uh, so moving on to the next All match. All downhill from this match. <laughs> More or less, yeah. Uh, Bray Wyatt versus John Cena in a steel cage match. Not great. Yeah. All right. I, I cannot wait for Wyatt to be done with Cena so he can actually wrestle good people again. Yeah. Because yeah, them, them against S.H.I.E.L.D. were all all mm. excellent, and him against Cena sucks. It's just bad. Yeah, the thing I, I read Mafu from Botchamania, he pointed out that like this made Bray look worse. This made him look so weak, and like yeah. he needed... Four people to help him, or like three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, okay, Bray, Luke, and Rowan, and then and then a child. So yeah. two and a half people to help him to beat him. When like, yeah, they when they had their match with the Shield, like they cheated to beat the Shield, but yeah. they looked hella strong. Mm-hmm. Well, meanwhile, like John Cena, they had to cheat so many times, like crazy cheat. Like I'm like the bad guys should cheat, but not some. to that level. But yeah, they shouldn't cheat for like ten minutes straight. Of like, and then also that the John Cena is so infallible that like you have to cheat him five times before yeah. you can finally beat him with a cheap shot. What was there? There was like Harper doing the like reverse uh, walk up the cage. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. You were saying Grim, it's the two two enemies on a on a ladder in Dark Souls where you're just like, <laughs> yeah, just, just mad. Uh, what do we do? Yeah. <laughs> Rowan did something at the top of the cage. Too yeah, well, just... Cena grabbed his beard and smashed oh, him God, into the yeah, that... by the beard, and then like he that had of, yeah. he had Wyatt pinned twice. So basically, in your head, you're like, well, Wyatt lost this match. Like mm-hmm. he lost this match twice. Like he didn't. He should have let him kick out of one attitude adjustment. And also, just seems like when Wyatt gets in the same shit that happens to every in every yeah. Cena match of like five knuckle shuffle. Oh, my head hurts. I'm standing up into AA attempt and like. Even though he got out of it, mm-hmm. you were hoping. I I hope that he doesn't fall. I I wanted to not see him fall into the exact pattern that every Cena match has, and I don't want to blame Cena for and say like he's an uncreative wrestler who can't sequence out his move set in any other way. But but, <laughs> but I am. But I don't know. Like at least at the very least, a road agent should tell him like just don't do it that way. Like get into the AA in a different sequence. Like yeah. Blah. So yeah, I just thought and I've been wrestling a shit ton against Jeff over like last couple of weeks lead up to this too, and I'm yeah. just like, I don't know. Well, it's it's a cool that's... idea that like Cena's finally starting to crack in some way, but it's like you know they're not going to commit to that. No. That's, and it seems like it, this is going to continue. This is going to be Ugh, I hope a not. continued rivalry to the next PPV because they introduced that kid. Yeah, which is like this is when that that storyline like the the white gimmick jumps the shark is that they yeah. have a child who speaks oh boy in yeah. a very deep voice yeah and yeah they're getting very close <laughs> he speaks like uh, the shock master oh god <laughs> <laughs> that's <Mean> true <laughs> there is there's a fine piece of me <laughs> god there's a fine line with wrestling magic and yeah. i think the wyatts are starting to cross it yeah like, like being able to appear out of nowhere whatever that that's, that's like fine. that they i mean we were all the lights were off. we were all waiting for the light drop like yeah. it has to happen and then it happens and you're like Oh, okay. That was <laughs> not what I was yeah. expecting. That was literally the worst outcome that could have. Like when they had like the fade to black and the goat mask, and then it pops back up, and it's a kid who speaks in a deep voice. That that's the worst thing that really, <laughs> really could have popped up. Like it could have been a new member who was a normal sized person. Yeah. Or like yeah, 
but white sister or something, but a kid with a weird voice. Yeah. Like, and then and when, and when they left, you're like, okay, well maybe they're done with it. But then they had a promo in pay per view of like, oh no no, yeah, well, this kid's around for the long haul. Little but Johnny. it's like, why the fuck? Because it's like, who's one of the best like promo cutters in the business? Bray Wyatt. He's fucking great. Why is he gonna have to share screen time with this fucking kid with a bassy voice now? Like, yeah. and I fuck? don't think the kid has that voice. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'm start, starting to think it's a Spencer's gift toy. No, we better never see that kid again. Never. I, he better not be on. WWE Raw should day. kill him. Is <laughs> what you're saying. Make sure he of it. He should escape. He should be eliminated from society. It was disappointing all around. After WrestleMania, which was a good match for Bray, even though he shouldn't have lost it, in my opinion. The then that why like the then in this match like this should have been the one where Wyatt won somewhat decisively like let Harper and Rowan cheat a little bit mm-hmm. but in the end he should beat Cena via his finisher yeah like his finisher strong enough that even if he couldn't pin Cena like if he did you isn't that what he won with like, yeah he yeah. did after it the kid assist after four other things yeah. happened to him Ugh, so yeah <laughs> lame match. Uh, Bad story angle. Yeah. I'm tired of it. Bray Wyatt needs to have a new program. Get him yeah. away. Cena is killing him, man. Yep. I think it is like Cena doesn't want to lose. Like, yeah. I feel like he's trying to protect a spot, which is stupid. It, mm-hmm. And like they got to get Wyatt away from him soon because, or else, same thing that happened to Barrett and the Nexus is going to happen to the Wyatts. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on to the next match, which usually is like the piss break. Uh, this match will suck. Match the mm-hmm. Divas Championship match was probably the maybe the best of the last three matches uh page versus yeah. tamina snuka it was really good they yeah. were given a real amount of time but mm-hmm. i mean it wasn't like it did not go 10 minutes even mm-hmm. but it still was i i saw like tamina does basically a finisher to page and like a kick out at a finisher which like divas lose to drop kicks yeah, yeah. yeah. In, the t- in the elimination tag matches like yeah they lose to drop kicks so to see page kick out and like have a real match with tamina was great mm-hmm. and they had like uh like some I mean, really good agility, feats of strength. Mm-hmm. Like it, it felt less. It's the closest like actual match I've seen since we started watching last year. Because every time AJ would wrestle in a match, it was either some gimmick or it was versus thirty girls mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. something. The divas versus the non divas. Yeah, the, total divas was, versus non turtle. It was Tamina, right? Yep. Yeah, she did the same move that that Rusev guy did, which is sort of like, like gut wrench, like power slam or sidewalk slam thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, and that was cool to see. Yeah, I've never seen. Well, that. also that that Hurricane Rana into like a slam into that the was guard, the barricade. That was yeah. really. Good. Oh yeah, yeah, that was really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love Paige's finisher because it's my it's own is unique. <laughs> it's really cool. <laughs> All but, right, but also, yeah. uh, I mean, it's just that's a feat of strength and it's super contorted and like yeah. that she can hold it and that the other person can be in that position. It's like, that's mm-hmm. a really cool finisher. Yeah. And the page is like sexy, but not in a normal diva way. Like I feel like just how, you know, <laughs> she's, that, a, she's a black hair. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, much, yeah. Well, no, like that's, I, I think uh, Vince grooms his divas yeah. the same way that like, <laughs> that sounds he, gross. The same well, way. I mean that literally he grooms them, but <laughs> brushing uh, their hair. But no, that I think it's the same way that that Hugh Hefner had his Playboy models. That it was all like pretty much every Playboy. Well, like girl. AJ was is brunette and has been for. Well, she got lucky to. She came up the ranks after they made her like crazy and goofball, and also like we were at events where they like made fun of how little she was, yeah. which is like bullshit. Like she was a great. She was the best. At, well, not bullshit. Okay, yeah, she's five feet tall. Yeah, but I am hoping to see her and Paige fight. I'm guessing at Payback or mm-hmm. you know yeah. SummerSlam. When probably she's done marrying CM Punk. Yeah, when she's done. Uh, when I guess when she's divorced him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
No, that, yeah, I, but also, yeah, the page is not, she's not from the diva machine. Yeah, she's, that's, that's yeah. the main thing. She's not giant, muscular, blonde with a fake tan, or real tan, but like, yeah, it's just. <laughs> She has no tan. I mean, it's cool to see. She's Seamus's hot little sister. <laughs> she <laughs> would be if this yeah. were. She would be the Ryan, uh, Ryan Shamrock, Shamrock of yeah. of this generation. Do you know that Ryan Shamrock, the well, the, the actress who played her. Oh, she's an expat. Mar- Mar- married to Xbox. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Sean Waltman. Yeah. She was, oh yeah, I remember I found that out when he ripped his ass open. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> But right. she, was, she was the one tweeting like, he's okay, guys, or we took him to the hospital. Like, wow. <laughs> I love that. His ex- is okay. <laughs> I love that Waltman went from China to Ryan. Like, he can't, can't he date someone not from the Attitude Era, just yeah. like a regular lady? Like, it's got to be some of the wrestler sloppy seconds he just came. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, so moving on to sloppy lasts. Was a little sloppy there. The the main event, uh, Daniel Bryan versus Kane, Extreme Rules match. I didn't have high hopes going into this, and it did not disappoint in that regard. Well, look, number one, I was happy that Daniel Bryan got to be the main event. I was sure, like, when CM Punk got the world title, he was second match. Yep. Or third match on pretty much every show he was on, unless it was against, unless Cena was involved in the match. Mm-hmm. And even then, like at SummerSlam, he didn't get to main event. Even when it was Cena and him versus Bi- him, Cena and Big Show in yeah. a triple threat, Brock versus Triple H was was the main event, which arguably that's pretty mm-hmm. special. But but yeah, that Brian got to be main event. I was happy about that. But Kane is that was a Raw match. Like that match could have been on Raw. It yeah. would have been a very strong raw main event. Yeah, that that yeah, that's the thing is like it had a bunch of like the forklift bit like reeks of something that it that would have been on Raw. It was attitude in, in like ninety nine yeah. yeah. and people would have been like, Oh man, remember the forklift? But then it <laughs> comes down to they botched Kane having to flop off the end. So it the, puts the sound Kane had to push himself off. Had to off push it. himself off. But then but then he jumped off. And, and, that was the head and that was great. We but were then, just like, why wasn't he put into the ice machine? I mean, it was so obvious yeah, that yeah. ice machine is the back there. It's like that Punky Brewster episode. Well, yeah. it wasn't. And then they f- set the, the, the table on fire, and then he jumps off, and you're like, okay, well, I, you know. I, he, like, falls into it. It wasn't even like. Yeah, he fall, fell into I it. It's like, know. okay, whatever. And then, like, 30 fire extinguishers descend from the heavens, and yeah. it's like, god damn it, boring. And what? it's like, when if, you're, if there's one dude wearing just underwear and one guy with, like, a full. Um, not a full bodysuit, but, like. Yeah. A lot more clothes and a mask. Who's gonna fall in the fire? Like, yeah. there's really no question about it. Isn't he like canonically immune to fire? Isn't that Probably, the whole yeah, fucking he idea? Makes fire, fire right? betrayed him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I guess. Yeah. Well, it wasn't the fire that beat him. He still hit him with a flying knee. Yeah, like, I'm guessing I mean, it was the fire extinguishers that. Yeah, yeah, they fire cooled him there. Extinguishers. Well, if, he, yeah. if if fire is his power, then yeah, yeah. ice is. Yeah, because uh, that's weakness. why they put him on the ice machine. It would have yeah. been like, way better. When, right. when he put his hand up, it looked like an actual like breaking character moment of like fucking god. Okay, all right, I'm out. Like, dude. <laughs> Seriously, this is why you can't do fiery, bo- yeah. uh, like yeah. fiery tables anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. I feel like that main event was just destined to fail. Like when you have a an extended forklift driving segment, yes. as part of a wrestling match, it's like nobody's excited for that like two minute drive. Well, and Kane just kind of sucks. Like yeah. he's not if, if that never was, really credible as a no, opponent. even as the demon, like. Yeah. But it's Brian. If it was Brian with Bray Wyatt, or or even like he could have rematched against Batista or or Triple H or Randy Orton. Like yeah. any of those guys would have been like I would have hated to see him again with Randy Orton. But it's not like him versus Kane was fresh. Like yeah. 
Those two have been based, involved in one form or another for like two and a half years. Mm-hmm. This made me think to so something I, I thought about for Kane. And then now that Undertaker's streak is over and Undertaker basically as a character being this the dead man thing, it's like it's going to be very hard to keep that going because mm-hmm. it's very out there and aware that like, yeah, that guy's just old and he wants to, you know, take, <laughs> he wants to take a step back, which mm-hmm. is totally understandable. But then Kane was brought in to be his demonic brother mm-hmm. with Paul Bearer. And, and, but the point is, like these were two characters that still got to keep this foot in the supernatural world. Mm-hmm. But now that Undertaker's gone, more or less, and Kane's is withering, is does that end with Kane? Like, now that mm-hmm. that, like, or do they try to have someone else pass the torch that they try to sell someone else as the one guy who gets to do this bit, which is the he is undead guy. Some, somehow tied to demons or whatever and we all know we, uh, but yeah. it's like or or is that just too gone it's the reality era just too much well i think like the wyatts are like the uh the compromise between like a guy like it doesn't make sense for undertaker and kane to be fighting in a wrestling ring when it's like right. you killed right. my, you killed our mom and dad right i think we should fight in a wrestling ring for well, a, for a belt to settle this it's like why this should be in a, like settled in a court of law, right? <laughs> That's why I love Undertaker so much. Yeah. It's like this is a, a a demon who still, much like most demons, they yeah. have rules they have to follow. Mm-hmm. And I was bo- I was a demon born. <laughs> I have to settle my grievances in a wrestling ring. Yeah. If you drop a bunch of rice, I don't have to count it. <laughs> so but I do have to pin you in this ring to count. So here's what I hated more than any other moment in the match was that. After Brian won, and I was yeah. like, you know what? Okay, this was a strong defense for Brian. Sure. At least, like, now I can move on. Like, this is just, uh, yeah, I'm the champ, and I'm not going to just lose to the first guy face. Yeah. Then Kane fucking stands up and cuts off his music, and you go, like, no, this this series continues. Like, this could be yep. the main event of the next pay-per-view. And I wonder if this will be, like, a common thing, because everyone who subscribed to WWE Network... They'll, leave, mm-hmm. they'll still still have half of their subscription left because it goes yeah. in six month increments. So I wonder that like, will there be this like ebb every three months? Like, mm-hmm. all right, we know everyone who subscribed to WrestleMania, they have another three months, so we can just phone it in this month and then uh, <laughs> ramp it up the next two months. Well, that's, for SummerSlam, uh, they got yeah. they can ramp it up for SummerSlam because that's when if you signed up in February, then yeah. you're running out at SummerSlam. Like mm-hmm. that's how the time works. Like, and it's I. I feel that is very intentional on their part. Yeah. So at least that means like SummerSlam better be a balls to the wall show. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, like, I don't know what they're doing. But yeah, I just, I don't want Brian to face him anymore. Like wrestle Triple H again, wrestle Randy Orton, mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt. Like, ugh. I just can't get enough Triple H. You know, I just want to see Triple H inserted in every <laughs> fucking main event from now until the end Look, of time. Brian and Triple H had an awesome match at Mania. They had yeah. a really good match. Yeah. And they yeah. There's just such duplicity in fucking that guy. It's like, yeah, I'm still the main eventer and I'm creative director for the everything. It's yeah. fucking irritating to me. He's still good though. He is, he is. I'm not gonna fucking hate on that. He's not yeah. And also his team lost tonight and he lost to Daniel Bryan too. Like he's not insisting on winning every match. Yeah, that's true. But he's always there. He's nobody oh, yeah. else gets he's a slot that someone else could have and they won't ever have it because he's there. <sighs> so really quickly before we go to break. You guys actually watched some of the post-game show, which uh, excruciating. I did not. <laughs> yeah, it was Daniel Bryan in like a post-game NFL interview, and just that like someone up. puts their yeah. hands on my wife. Oh, my. 
when he, oh, it was bad. It, it was, was bad. so lame. Is he put his hands on my wife? Like you, and also my like wife. the people asking the questions were told like you're not press. Like they, you're, they you're they the writer. They're like a their, well, their questions were like, did you feel the power of the yes movement while you were out there? Did did was the this team, the greatest match you've ever fought? <laughs> well, they, it was just very like. Should we look they, forward to your game? They were in <laughs> they were in WWE speak. They but said they, like yeah. the Demon Kane did this, Brie Bella uh, did this. Like if it was a press person, they'd say like, "Hey, you were a great wrestler on this pay per view. Kane did a pretty good job." Or they would ask questions that are slightly off the yeah. script. But when they're in charge, they go like. Oh, you're the greatest superstar around right now, and you're number one in the Yes movement. And buy these T-shirts. Like you're the best sports entertainer. Yeah, that's yeah. the other thing that worries. Yeah, that worries. And your me. victory at the at the granddaddy of them all, WrestleMania 30, brought to you by Fruit Drops, was excellent. And then they have to always say the WWE World Heavyweight Champion. They couldn't just say like, "Oh, hey, you're the champion." Like yeah. that's not the the official wording in WWE land. He is the WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Something made me also about the Wyatts jumping the shark or approaching that. Uh, Luke Harper having the jacket on, Mm -hmm. the outfit on that says, like, he's got the whole world in his hands Mm -hmm. thing where it's like, yeah, it's just like once you tap into it too hard. You're asking too much. You're like, yeah, it's now clear that it's not, not that it was ever all that organic, but you're, (laughs) yeah, he just improv that whole thing. Yeah, no, no, but I mean, like, I don't know. Once once they're wearing shirts with it on it, mm-hmm. it really does take away from like when the audience joins in to sing. It's like, well, yeah, there's a bunch of shirts telling you to do that. Mm. It's different when a bunch of people in the audience just know because they've been watching and participating. But when you have merchandise or like crap on it, it's like, eh, these yeah. are supposed to be weird, creepy Bayou people that are now like, <laughs> buy my shirt. But they're so over. Mm-hmm. It's like, it, just, it seems weird anyway. It, yeah. It's just a, the the problem is John Cena. It's yeah, just like yeah. what That's I answered everything to. Why are you late to work today? I'm like, eh, John Cena. Thinking, like, what do you do? Cena's with that? out there directing traffic. <laughs> like that Cena doesn't take time off. He's never injured, so he's yeah. always there. And yeah. so it is astounding that guy has never been injured. He was like last summer he, for two months. Well, wow, he okay, had okay. that elbow problem, and he did have like a pectoral muscle thing. Mm-hmm. Like at uh, he was gone for like nine months or something in the mid two thousands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he had his big comeback at Royal Rumble. Which everybody cheered him when he was the surprise number thirty entrant, uh. and then like within ten minutes, and when it was obvious <laughs> he was going to win, he was getting booed again <laughs> like, within the same night. Uh. And uh, but yeah, that we are willing to tolerate you. No, don't win. <laughs> but he's just always there, like, and he's he, no matter how much he gets booed by, I'd say si- not fifty, fifty, sixty percent of the audience <laughs> at least. He still is the best merchandise seller. Like that was a that was a fact that came out recently. Like he is by far number one. Like Daniel Bryan, who's number two, the the gap between them is mm-hmm. too big. Like the kids buy his shit more than he, I I do my best to buy wrestling t shirts, but Henry's gonna make the dent in this. <laughs> but I can't, keep, I can't keep up with children. I can't keep up with the children. <laughs> Say sixty percent of my income goes to not buying Cena shit. And also when they keep when they keep making Movies like the Scooby Doo right. movie that's got to star John Cena. Like yeah. he is made to star in that shit. It's sad, but mm-hmm. it's just how it is. I'm also sick of having two belts. They need to recombine those belts, make a new belt yeah. or whatever. But like, he needs to not be walking in the ring with a big gold belt and the WWE title. Like, it's really impeding his yessing to have yeah. to carry those belts. Uh, that'll do it for the first segment. Uh, we'll be back with a short second segment. Uh-huh. <laughs> Rusefudria! 
Rusev Machka. Welcome to the Break for the Cheap podcast. Uh, as we always do, I will start with a few thoughts on the Raw that followed Extreme Rules. Not the best episode. Some of the storylines seem to be a little bit absurd. The whole Daniel Bryan and Kane thing. I'm already not happy that it's going on another month, but the fact that it's getting even cheesier is not good. Uh, same with uh, the White family. I really um, am losing interest fast. There are a few bright spots I enjoyed potential Sheamus heel turn. Um, the U.S. title's kind of been neglected as of late, so to put it on someone else can only raise its profile. Beyond that, just did not feel like a super notable show. The main event was just another chapter. The main event was just, uh, again, pushing another repeat match for the next pay-per-view, and you know, not that I mind, because the last time S.H.I.E.L.D. and Evolution did a really good job, but Overall, not a great Raw, and I uh, have to, for once, throw some shade on the Hulu app because I missed really a third, basically, of the Battle Royal because they decided to just cut out, you know, I know they have to cut it down to an hour and a half, but that's not the way to do it. Now to the plugs. Of course, first, President Putin. I have to tell you to uh, support this show in any way you can. Uh, listen, rate, review on iTunes. Well, we're hoping to... Uh, post a few more episodes than usual this month so hopefully that will help in the cause uh, you know that you can donate via the link on the left hand side and any donation this month will uh, give you access to two uh, commentary tracks for Godzilla 1998 and uh, X-Men Origins Wolverines if you donate over $5 you also get the Planet of the Apes uh, reboot you can also buy t-shirts at the Laser Time store for any Laser Time property. And, of course, those Laser Time properties are the Laser Time show, which I've been on a bunch of episodes as of late, uh, including one that details my recent employment change. There's also VG Empire, video game music podcast. There's an X-Men episode uh, that I was on, and uh, it's a very interesting uh, choice of music throughout all those games. Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast, where there's plenty of Amazing Spider-Man 2 talk. And of course, Vidge Game Apocalypse, providing a nice mixture of Vidge Game news, reviews, and weird top five ideas. Alright, well, that'll do it for this break for the cheap podcast. Back to the rest of the show. And now back to Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. God save
right, welcome back to the Cheap Popcast. So, as mentioned before, one of the surprise highlights, the WLC match. Pretty was, great. Yes. Uh, Hornswoggle versus El Torito. So I thought I would take uh, this second half of the episode, which is short, to uh, mm-hmm. highlight some of the, the bigger moments in WWE <laughs> history starring little people. Ugh. Uh <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, I've officially run out of ideas for second segment stuff. I've got a lot of things. To, I, I have a lot of little people memories, so yeah. I'm sure I can join um, them. Surprisingly, they don't put them on the microphone that much, but I, I've got a couple of... They have weird voices. Yeah, <laughs> they do. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, the, the announcers proved this. That was a joke. That was a joke. Even with the two now, I, I think, like, there's, like, no matter what the WWE has done, like... Appealed to kids in the 80s, done attitude stuff in the 90s, kind of... Appealed to kids in the 2000s. Yeah. Well, now they've kind of found a nice middle ground, but midgets are always a part of it. Mm-hmm. So, like, you go back to the 80s, and as you mentioned before... Uh, <laughs> Sorry to step on that. Eh, there was, yes, King Kong Bundy with at WrestleMania 3. Yep. It was uh, like opening match or something. Yeah, and that was one of probably the biggest drops in WrestleMania history. Going from main eventing WrestleMania 2... <laughs> yeah. To being in a midget match at <laughs> WrestleMania. Yeah, 3. pretty bad. It was it was quite the ups and downs for King Kong. It, Mania one, he beats SD Jones in like twenty seconds. Then he goes straight to Wrestle. He goes to WrestleMania two, main eventing against Hogan. Then WrestleMania three, like I think he was in the, on the losing side in that little person match. And he was also Jeez. the evil guy who was going to murder a, a little person. <laughs> could they actually? Could they use King Kong? Was it public domain? That is, uh, yeah, it was the as the as the Nintendo <coughs> uh, lawsuit with Donkey Kong proved they don't own the right to King Kong. Like yeah. Universal doesn't own the rights to King Kong, so I think as long as you have a maybe maybe you need a modifier like Bundy to it. Oh, like yeah. Yeah. King Kong is my nickname. I'm Bundy. Right. Godzilla Henderson was another story. <laughs> nah. You know, uh, they Toho wa- was all over them. You know, they wanted to give uh, King Kong Bundy a uh, a female valet, and his answer was no pig. All right, yep. so here's the end of it. <laughs> no here's the end of his yeah. match with uh, uh, Hillbilly Jim and his dwarves. Oh. <laughs> That's my new band name. Dwarves and midgets are different. And my axe. Bundy unleashing now with a heavy artillery on Hillbilly Jim. Hillbilly needs some help. There he is. In there again. Oh, Bundy got got him now. Uh Uh-oh. Bundy's got him. Uh Uh-oh. Smashing Bundy. Wait a minute. Smashing Bundy. Oh, Oh. Bundy slamming. Little Beaver. Whoa. Is he going to splash him? He better not. Ooh, he's going to drop. Elbow! Oh, good Good. good. Oh. Little Beaver unconscious the bell ringing. I'm sure that Bundy's been disqualified. Boy, that was some great clip. Yes. Uh, what a clip. But it seemed like they, they cooled down on, on midgets for a while after that. And I apologize mm-hmm. if I'm using the wrong term here. Do you Little know people. There was a scene before that in, in WrestleMania 2. Mm. The Roddy Piper, when he was building up how much he hated... Mr. T, mm. they got an African American little person, and and Roddy Piper and and Bob Orton shaved his head into Mr. T's mohawk, and it uh-huh. was like one of the meanest things anybody's ever done. <laughs> man. In the '90s, I think the uh, the midget of note was Doink the Clown's mm. midget mm. sidekick, Dink. Dink. Uh, 
<sighs> they ruined, they had a good thing going with Doink, and they had to make him stupid. Yeah. Too he, much of a good thing. Again, they overdo the magic. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Like, he started out as, like, pretty much Pennywise the Clown, the wrestler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, a, an evil dude does, like, sadistic things to kids and mm-hmm. the people at ringside. And then he had to be nice and... Uh, he then got a. I love when he beat kick. the he beat the crap out of Crush <laughs> with that fake arm. Like that was such a great moment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so here's a out qu- of the new generation <laughs> era, which was garbage. Like that right. was one of the best moments. Uh, mm-hmm. So wait, sorry to enter. Like, yeah. So I I was trying to read on the actual different eras, right? Mm-hmm. Ruthless aggression is one I still can't pin down. It's like the. Dark times for it's WWE. Like, it, well, it's the like, Benoit times. It's the Benoit times. It's like it's still somewhat attitude. Like, but like yeah, why does it get that name? Because that sounds like really hardcore. Well, whereas attitude was the because more. instead of having DX guy, the funniness was lessened. It yeah. wasn't as funny, and it wasn't as giving you the finger or having the Rock say stuff. It was more like. Yeah. We're having crazy hardcore matches with tons of blood. Okay. And it was just like really hard hitting matches like that you would see with it. Oh, well, I mean, like Eddie Guerrero was a silly character, yeah. like his Latino Heat thing was. But it was more about like hard hitting stuff that they technically define the ruthless aggression as Triple H. But I mean. Well, it was John Cena who's like he said it. Yeah. In that one yeah. Match and- well, and that. Vince also said, I want to see ruthless aggression between yeah. the brands. Really, they should call it the brand split era. Yeah, because that was, well, it was brand split, but it was also not, wasn't it not long after the invasion in WCW and ECW? Yeah, the invasion kind of started it. Like, the okay. Attitude Era sort of ended with uh, with the invasion. I It's hard to pin down when the Attitude Era ended, but I'd say WrestleMania 17, yeah. Vince and Steve Austin shaking hands right. is as good. As much of an ending as you could see, maybe you could mm-hmm. say it could stretch to nineteen when Stone Cold wrestled his last match against against The Rock, mm-hmm. maybe, mm-hmm. and that was also when they had unified the titles by that point. Anyway, okay, sorry, that was just uh, so I can dig. This is actually a clip of Dink's debut, uh, and uh, there's a little bit of backstory to this. So there was a ruling in the WWE because of uh, events like WrestleMania Nine, where when two doinks were used to, uh, uh, to to cheat. Two two doinks. Yeah, uh, uh, there was a there was a ruling that there cannot there can only be one doink in the WWE. <laughs> so here is the canon explanation for why Dink exists. From the, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! We're looking at another doink. We're looking at two doinks. But Jack Tunney stated that there can only from now on. Wow, there's a lot. This music is unbearable. <laughs> God, I sound like I'm in Disneyland. <laughs> I love Vince's announcer voice. Would you look at that? Right, I was waiting for say to say midget or little person, but they're not going to get to it in the clip, I guess. Well, so could you do doink, dink, dank, dunk? They did. Dunk. Uh, so uh, Survivor Series 
1994. Jesus Christ. I, I uh, withdraw my question. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're going to get this answer. Uh, so Doink Let me look that up. Uh, had a Survivor Series match against Jerry Lawler, uh-huh. uh, who recruited his own midget. So it was a team of uh, Doink. I got to look this up. It's, who, it's six, too si- important to get wrong. There's who six who diff- else will ever ask this question? There's six other midget names I have to get oh, right here. Fuck. Boy. Man, right. hearing that clip, like even with half a case of like natural ice in me, <laughs> I would still be like aggressively irritated and I don't think anyone out watching WWE was over the age of 16 at the time. So it was like <laughs> That changes nothing. <laughs> so Doink, Dink, Pink and Wink, sorry. Uh versus Jerry Lawler and his three uh midget uh kings, Sleazy, Queasy and Cheesy. Fuck. Jesus, that's the worst. Yeah. 1994, great, yeah. a great Man, time. Is for... that is that the darkest time as a new generation? Is that like the worst Survivor Series nine? Yeah, because uh, that was that was the pay per view after uh, SummerSlam '94 when it was Undertaker versus Undertaker, oh, uh, and Leslie Nielsen and uh, <laughs> what's his face from the Naked Gun were trying to solve the crime. Uh, and, yeah, it was up to yeah. they didn't get their shit together till like late ni- uh, mid ninety seven, like only yeah, like ninety six. They started to move in the right direction. Well, okay, like Stone Cold. Yeah, Stone Cold had won the King of the Ring by that point. Yeah. Stone and, Cold Wrestling Doink. So in this same same pay per view with the, uh, the the midget Survivor Series match was the Undertaker versus Yokozuna in a casket match, <sighs> but the special enforcer was Chuck Norris. So he was standing in the the aisle way, tr- preventing he, like uh, the bad guys from interfering. But didn't in the match. They didn't have like seven run-ins or something in that. Yeah, match? well, that, like they had the they had a casket match back at the Royal Rumble that That's like right. they had like eight people run in, but this time they had eight people run in, but it was just uh, Chuck, Chuck Norris like doing karate kicks to them. They had to sell for Chuck Norris. <laughs> yeah, was was there a gimmick uh, Kaufman for Yokozuna? There had to be. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. they're always big giant caskets <laughs> that's a real yeah. annoyance to me right now is the like just seeing every time a celeb yeah. like that you're that your guys who are on tv every week that they have to sell for the celeb like that mm-hmm. that hugh jackman gets to hip toss damien sandow yeah. and at least like that hip toss then went straight into a zigzag like mm-hmm. dolph ziggler did a finisher to him but like, i feels like Hugh Jackman at least gets to get away with it because he seems to genuinely give a shit. Yeah. yeah, he likes it more, and he's in good shape. Right, yeah, and, and same like if a football player does it or whatever. But still, it's, I, I, it's I, like, I agree. It's, you're it's, you're hurting your your homegrown talent for a guy who's like in a five minute segment and will never come back. Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, threw the Miz out. And, exactly. Yeah. Who went to see that movie? Whatever it was. Yeah, but fuck the Miz. Seriously, <laughs> I stand. Was that was that yeah. the one? I saw it. It was oh, good. Was, was Who, it? Are yeah. you going to see Expendables three? No, those movies are fucking terrible. <laughs> but it has three dozen stars. <laughs> yeah. Kelsey Grammer's in it. Mm-hmm. When uh, I was also, a UN interpreter, <laughs> oh, no good lord. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, not one of them has proven expendable. Yeah. I know. I thought we. It was shallow over here. It was really <laughs> annoying to watch the first one, to go into the first one thinking, "Oh, this is the wild bunch of action films. They'll right. all be dead at the end." Like, yeah. no, nobody died, and they only get more actors more. with each film. The Expendables, more like expensive and dull. More like the ex- oh. yeah. the Expendables. Oh. Huh? <laughs> Those are both good. Yeah. Everyone's right. tripping over themselves. I know. Hey, more, yeah. more like more like. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. So basically what I'm saying is that Chuck Norris should have been the enforcer for the Cena match. Because he would have yeah. kept away the Wyatts. Good point. Yeah. Uh, he's Chuck Norris is like 73. He's yeah. too busy on his bow flex. That's right, Christy. Uh, moving into <laughs> present day, uh-huh. uh, we we have 
the modern major league, I don't know, the the the, the top midget guy for the like the last I would say seven years or so has yeah. been Hornswoggle. Mm-hmm. And he's actually gone under undergone quite a evolution as a character. <laughs> it's it, true. Did, did you guys see that new uh, character, the new midget character that's in the Peggle games, Bjorn Swoggle? Ah, pretty good. Thank you, thank you. Mm. He's a <laughs> mini corn. That soundtrack is super good, man. Peggle 2, check it this out. This is not VG Empire. Yeah, yeah, yeah the Horn Swoggle started out oh, as just... He was a mute midget that just leprechaun. leprechaun. Yeah, that helped, Literal out, leprechaun. That, that helped out this shillelagh-wielding mm-hmm. uh, Fit Finley. Finley. Was oh, like right. I'm fit Philly. No, I fight. Yeah, he was from Belfast. What a dick. <laughs> was uh, that northern or that's so- northern? Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, somebody's showing their stripes <laughs> here. So then, Hornswoggle was revealed to be the son of Vince McMahon. Not yeah. It, well, for first they said that eventually that that Hornswoggle was Finley's son, but then but then he was the son of Vince McMahon. Yeah. Because the joke beca- quickly became in rest- in WWE, if they don't have an ending to a story, then just make Hornswoggle the, uh, <laughs> the, the culprit. Day's X Hornswoggle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, that he was, he was Vince's son. And then he got a voice mm. because he wished it from Santa. He, he won a battle royal where mm. the, uh, the prize up for grabs was a Christmas wish. And mm. he wished to have a voice... And uh, was granted it via that match. Uh, so and, he could finally talk. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, now he's aligned. Now he's a bad guy. And he's aligned with 3MB for some mm-hmm. reason. Well, <laughs> For there, some reason is the right answer. There yeah. was a time when he was with the team of Natalia, Kali. That's true. And it was just like loser squad central. Like doesn't get much losery than that. And so Hornswoggle has at least like gotten like with a with a fun bunch of losers like 3MB, <laughs> and really he's re- he's pulled up 3MB mm-hmm. in his, through this. Yeah, and I mean now they're getting crushed in the head with <laughs> by a midget. They're on uh, a pay per view, yeah. even a pre show. 3MB yeah. appearing in a non battle royale. Are they usually on like what main event or superstars? Superstars. Yeah, really. I wonder where they were even still in the WWE until that match the other week where the Shield mm-hmm. got stomped by twenty five dudes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> somebody, has, somebody has to be the glass Joe of WWE. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, know your role, <laughs> as the Rock would say. That's true. Role. They but, literally just won a match like two weeks ago, and the announcer sold it like it was the biggest miracle. <laughs> Who did they lose against? They, like the they, janitor? They, no, they beat they beat the uh, the other guys in that match. The uh, Matadores. Uh, uh, well, like, both of them beating each other is yeah. like uh, so yeah the clip trade losers <laughs> the clip that I have is of Hornswoggle's debut what the hell is that get out of here hey, get away from here what the hell are you what the hell is that what is it this thing is is assaulting he's a rabid little person Oh, yeah. oh, and he lives <laughs> under the ring. I forgot yeah. that, too. So, yeah, I remember and, that. And he was un- incapable of actually saying things, so he just grunted very loudly. Yeah. So, but yeah. now he gets to show off his ink. His, mm-hmm. his Terrible tattoos. <laughs> well, hey, you're on the road as much as a wrestler. He's like, I'm one of the guys. I'll yeah. get a stupid tattoo True. also. And then one turns into ten. And, <laughs> <laughs> one, and soon it turns into an entire sleeve. <laughs> yeah, and, and then you're Dave. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, he... I... I, I, I give him I give him credit for his longevity and that soon he'll be a movie star in the Leprechaun, which has been movie star in the largest possible air quotations. Yeah. <laughs> sure, 
Well, I mean, WWE <laughs> Films makes movies. <laughs> That's true. That checks out. They've gotten into the business now of just getting the, I think, the cheapest licenses they can get. Of mm-hmm. just like, yeah. all right, we'll make we'll make another Leprechaun movie. Or anybody doing anything with the uh, Jingle All the Way? We'll make a Jingle All the Way too. Oh God! Starring besmirching San- that series' good name. Starring Santino. <laughs> oh, these cookies are so good. God <laughs> damn it. Oh, Put the cookie down. <laughs> Those are my cookies. <laughs> Wow, what a great movie. That'll do it for this episode. And then El Torito showed up. Yeah. Yay. Um, <laughs> An actual wrestler who can move. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. Too bad that he has to fight somebody like Hornswoggle, who is uh, probably, probably, like, he's like he's got Cully level of, like, can't move around that well. Yeah, uh, they need to issues. hire some, well, that's the difference between, like, a little person and a dwarf. Like, I feel like. Yeah, I think they it, are different kind of li- little people, right? Yeah. I, I this Torito is, seems to have normal proportions, and then. He, yeah, look, I, I, I'm afraid to even say anything (laughs) on this. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Yeah. Look, they're all great. (laughs) They're all great people and and they're wonderful (laughs) entertainers and I love them. That's all I want to say. Good, Henry. Excellent save. Um, (laughs) And uh, excellent episode. Yes, thanks people for listening, uh, subscribing, uh, leaving good reviews, all that stuff. Where can all yous be found? Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast. It's on the Laser Time Podcast Network. We got a new episode every week. Look forward to or listen to the one that came before this, depending on when it posts, where we talk about The Amazing Spider-Man 2, a disappointing film. And before long, you'll be talking about Dave's performance in uh, Yeah, I'm really looking forward to Dave in in, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. You guys were surprised. None of you guys knew that he was Filipino. I feel like I was the only guy that knew. Well, he's like, okay, he's he's Greek Filipino, but still. That has nothing to do with Cape Crisis. (laughs) A podcast you should listen to. Mm -hmm. Uh, check out uh, my, my, you know, Mike, uh, my new website, BenghaziTruthMovement.org. <laughs> uh, You're doing the Lord's work. You know, I'm trying to get the truth out there. I need you guys to help spread the truth uh, with me. ChemtrailTruthers.org. <laughs> Why would the lamestream media cover this? It's ridiculous. You know, it's up to us, the people. We, the people, guys. <laughs> we, uh, the, the people. The, like, there's literally like truthers now for the uh, the ET burial. Or my, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, Microsoft wow. paid for the dig, so I. They had to plant those. They those, buried them. There couldn't themselves. be that many carts in that good a condition. <laughs> it's all fake. And there's people like, no, I was there. Here's the footage. Like, no, man. Here's a news story from the New York Times in 1983 when they did it. Oh, like, man. Yep. Long game, man. <laughs> anyway, uh, VGEmpire.com, Game Music Podcast. We just did an all X-Men video game show uh, this year. We've also done Persona and Parappa. Mm-hmm. And then in the past, we've done Streets of Rage and Zelda and Final Fantasy Lords of Thunder, everybody. Yes. Plock. Plock episode. It's so good. <laughs> and, of course, there's the lead podcast on the Laser Time Network, Laser Time. Laser Time. That we all appear on, and there was recently some really fun episodes about backlogs and mm-hmm. uh, begging for money. TV. <laughs> old TV network. Yeah. Show, yeah. Uh, talk shows. Oh, yeah. Uh, talk shows. That was a great one, too. Uh, versus movies. Mm-hmm. We talk about a bunch of crap. And then Video Game Apocalypse, the video game podcast. Yes. Too. Basically, more content than any person could realistically yeah. consume in but one. if you want more you can buy some commentary tracks <laughs> yeah, from terrible that's, films that's on fine. our website yeah they'll find it there's so many <laughs> yeah. there's, there's so, so much. many ways you can interact I guess if with you us. Could, I mean I don't know I, I could probably yeah. listen to all this in a week yeah uh-huh. are, are the wrestlers in any of those Godzilla X, that's what I'm X-Men uh, Origins Wolverine and the Tim Burton's Planet, Tim Burton's Planet of the Apes if you pay more than five all bucks right. Probably a wrestler in one I of those I feel movies. like a wrestler must be in there somewhere. Gotta be somewhere. But yeah. none coming to mind. 
to close out, uh, as we do every episode, Hugh Jackman isn't it? But... Oh yeah, and he's uh, he's better than wrestlers because he's <laughs> he's able to throw around Damian Sandow. True. So yes, uh, as we as we do every episode, we close out with the prediction winner from the previous month's pay per view. Uh, Aim Botmaster had the most WrestleMania mm-hmm. predictions. Actually, one person predicted Brock Lesnar winning. Wow! But that wow. person did not win overall. But <laughs> Aim Botmaster did, and he chose. Uh, a real classic of a theme song. It's a uh, it's ICP, the greatest show, uh. the insane clown posse's <laughs> uh, theme for the oddities. Don't, don't you remember the oddities? Nope. They were all these gross wrestlers who were terrible wrestlers too, either fat, <laughs> either super fat or tall and, Im- and immobile, or they were Luna Vachon and they just looked weird. They would come out, and the best part was that they were getting off of. South Park heat like South Park had just started and so the guy would come to the ring wearing a cheesy poof shirt and with a Cartman doll and people were like yeah South Park like it was so shitty and then the ICP got to be part of it and George the Animal Steel was also part of the group boy that part I forgot all right well thanks for all that vamping but the video is not loading (laughs) it will play after that and uh, yeah it's insane clown posse doing a wrestling theme song so it is garbage uh, and it's not even Insane Clown Posse being true to Insane Clown Posse because it's PG. <laughs> Anywho, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be back by the next pay-per-view at least, but maybe even before then. We'll see. Bye-bye.